Hey there, this is Eric Wolkowski. Just, uh, you know, this is our podcast. This is my podcast. Uh, it's, it's about Degrassi, the next generation. We really don't have a name for it, but it's just about the show Degrassi, the next generation. And I'm not talking about that bullshit Degrassi show back in the day. And I'm not talking about the newer one. I'm talking like circa 2001. I'm talking Emma. I'm talking Spinner. I'm talking about Drizzy Drake before, you know, before he was fucking, you know, uh, knocking up random bitches and fucking paying off strippers. He was a na- he was a little boy named Jimmy in a fucking. He was trying to rap. He was trying to design clothes. He was doing all this shit. Um, we're talking about Sean. We're talking about Jay. We're talking about Paige. We're talking about Manny. We're talking about. People who, I mean, for all intents and purposes should be dead. How dumb these children are. These children, if they didn't live in Canada, would all be dead on the streets of Los Angeles. All these kids have the worst fucking decision-making skills and just just the worst things happen to them. It's hilarious. Um, so today's episode, we're just going to be talking about um, just kind of the show. Just kind of the show, you know? The original Degrassi is a little bit different. The original Degrassi... Um, you know, it took place in the 80s. I don't really know about that shit. I don't really fucking care about that shit. I guess there was like two runs of it from 79 to 86 and then 87 to 89. I don't know. I guess, and then there was another one from 89 to 91. What the fuck? Dude, Degrassi, the original one, sucks. I don't know if anybody's seen it. It looks like a shitty 1970s, like, fucking, like, made-for-TV drama about children. It's ridiculous. I have two beers in front of me. Why do I have two beers in front of me? In any event, I mean, we'll just jump right into it. I mean, there's really no place to start other than the beginning. Um, and really, if we're talking about Degrassi, the next generation, we really have to start with, um, we have to start with Emma. Emma. Uh, Emma is... She's a dumb-looking girl. There's something wrong with her teeth and her face. For some reason, she she's like a Canadian seven, but like, but for some reason, she's like the lead of the show. Like, even at eleven, you're like, this bitch is ugly. There's other girls on the show that were way more attractive than her. Um, it sounds weird that I'm like that eleven-year-old wasn't attractive at all. But, I mean, she wasn't attractive. There, she wasn't interesting. She was a vegan. It was stupid. It was really fucking dumb. So, we're going to start with her. It's, it's, oh my god, come on, computer. How does this work? Okay, so, oh, cool. All right, perfect. I wasn't sure if we we're going to stop recording at three. This, this app is very new for me. Okay, so, let's just start in the beginning with Emma. Um, let's see, where the f- Really? Just, okay, season one. Okay, go to this page. Mother and Child Reunion in a two-part pilot episode of the Degrassi Next Generation Team Drama. I, uh, let's see what's going on here. Okay, Snake, who is from the original cast, Archie, he's some teacher, he's really dumb. He's a former student, now he comes back to Degrassi, and now he is a teacher, okay? Now, what is going on here? 
So, like, the show opens up with the old cast coming in. They're old. They haven't been acting. They're not doing shit. They come back in, and they're all teachers. Okay? Uh, Spike's daughter, Emma, that's who we're talking about, is told by her online boyfriend, Jordan, that he's coming to Toronto for a school field trip and asks her if she'd like to meet him for the first time. Manny, JT, Toby, uh, Liberty, they're all like, no. Actually, I don't even think Liberty was in this episode because she is black and... Anyways, so they warn her, like, hey, don't be going over there because that guy's from the internet and you never know. And Emma is just a dumb bitch who's just all like, I'm from Canada. Everything is okay. And, uh, yeah, no, she just is convinced that she has to go meet this guy. He's like, there's no, she's like, there's no way he's like a man. Um, and that was the first episode, okay? That was the pilot episode. The pilot, okay, hold on. Let me get this straight. Let me, let me clear this up for you. The pilot episode is the main protagonist possibly getting kidnapped and raped. Okay, and, and this is the thing. This is the thing. For a person who watches TV, obviously she's not going to get kidnapped. Why would, why would the pilot episode have her getting kidnapped and murdered? Obviously she's not doing that. Obviously that's not going to happen. Okay? So... Immediately right off the jump, the pilot episode is fucking retarded. It, it doesn't make any sense. Why would we do it if she's just going to live? I mean, essentially no drama, but for teen drama TV shows, arguably the best plot point. Because it's like, oh my god, it can all end right now, I guess. I don't really know. Um, the second episode, because this, this is a two-part episode, I think that they were going to probably release this as like a movie. I don't really know. Okay, but it happened in 2000 and 2000, October 14, 2001. So it was 11. That's hilarious. Okay, part two. Uh, at a reunion party, uh, some of the old fucking people, some of the teachers, uh, they're having a party. All these teachers are having a party. And the evening progresses. Joey overhears Keith and Allison flirting with each other. And Keith reveals he does not want to marry Caitlin. How is this a plot point if we don't give a shit? If we don't know these people, how is this a plot point? Okay. Allison has to tell Caitlin that Keith's hesitance over getting married. Blah, 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 blah. Bullshit. Who fucking cares? A bunch of kids, something else. I mean, a bunch of fucking adults that no one gives a shit about. Uh, it's really stupid. Joey and Caitlin have a heart-to-heart discussion about their past relationships and after 10 years finally make amends after she forgives his affair with Tessa Capanelli. Very, very stupid. The whole... Anytime a teacher's involved on the show, it's really dumb. Let's get to the Emma part. Now, Emma visits Jordan at his hotel room, which... Dumb. Why would you do that? But I guess she's a dumb fucking teenager. Why not? Uh, He takes her up to the hotel room. Emma sees that he's completely empty except for a video camera which is set up. Bad sign. That is not a good sign. She immediately becomes suspicious. Is that your... Is that the thing? It wasn't the thing when he said, meet me in my hotel room. Wasn't that? Wasn't how you met him in the lobby and then he took you upstairs to his room. It was the camera. You fucking dummy Emma. Uh, She's in the room. Homeboy, Mr. Nystrom. His teacher. Wait a minute. Was it? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's what happened. Okay, I'm sorry. Let me start back over. So Emma meets Jordan. Emma goes to visit Jordan, and I believe there's a teacher involved. I think there might be three people. Hold on.
Miriam McDonald. What a fucking dummy. Okay. Um, so, okay. So she's in this room. Nystrom blocks the access to the bedroom door. She locks herself... Uh, oh, to the, the hotel room <laughs> door. So she can't get out. Okay? Now... Oh, wow. So she locks herself in the bathroom? He goes, hey, don't lock yourself in the bathroom. Come out and I'll let you leave. Because he was, like, trying to keep her there. Also, Jordan, nowhere to be found. It's just a nice room in this room. So... He apologizes to Emma and is like, hey, come out. Don't lock yourself in the bathroom. She comes out. Boom! It restrains her. What are you doing? Stay in the bathroom, lady. Stay the fuck in the bathroom. Unable to get contact with Emma, Manny tells Toby and JT that she is afraid that Emma has gone to meet Jordan. So three other dumb children somewhere else is like, oh, no. They hack into Emma's email account. So essentially, Toby and JT have skills that FBI people have. They do. They can just hack into people's emails. Google, Hotmail, whatever the fuck it was at the time, is not stopping them. They just, like, fucking a panzer take, roll right into Emmy's fu- or Emma's fucking email account. Now, this is, this is a weird part. So, find out what's going on. Jordan told her a number of lies. He, they realize immediately, this guy's a fucking liar. He, he can't trust this Jordan guy. After discovering the hotel that they're going to meet at, they rush to the school to inform Spike, not the police. Fuck the Mounties. Fuck all those Mounties. Let's, we got to get to Spike because Spike knows what to do. This teacher, this wannabe Jordan guy, tries to rape Emma. <laughs> Spike and Snake arrive just in time and save her. No one called the cops. <laughs> Emma manages to break free and rushes to the ho- rushes out of the hotel room. Snake restrains him until the police arrive to take him away. Trust me, that would not happen. <laughs> why, why would they do that? Why would they do that? Why wouldn't they immediately call the police? Why wouldn't anybody call the police in this situation? It makes no fucking sense. Honestly, Emma should have got raped. Let's be real. This is bullshit. It's, it's teaching Canadians how to put the law into their own hands. I don't agree with it. I, I, I don't agree with this whole fucking show. And that's the, that's the pilot episode. That's the pilot episode to essentially... Let's see. Uh, okay. Uh, nine... 10, 11, 12, 14, 14 seasons. There is 14 seasons in this show. 14 seasons. 30 episodes a season. There is 450 fucking episodes of this dog shit. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh my fucking God. Let's crack this shit, man. This is so fucking stupid. Family Politics is episode... Okay, well, we just went over Mother and Child Reunion. It's called Mother and Child Reunion because she almost gets raped. Oh, God. Um, I'm just going to jump to the uh, more important... No, we got really got to go in order. Okay. So season... Okay. Really? You don't want to tell me a little bit about... Let's see what else we can do. Degrassi...
I mean, to be honest with you, I watched this show from the inception of it, from 2001 till about 2008. After 2008, I just kind of fell off. I was like, what's the point of it anymore? Because I learned how to successfully be a Canadian victim, a teenage Canadian victim. So I was just like, what's the point? And um, most of the information I'm getting is from the, sh- uh, from the website Degrassi.wikia.com. And then it's from the Degrassi Next Generation part of it. And let's just kind of get to some episodes. Okay, let's see, let's see. There is, there's like 40 fucking main characters. That's it. Dude, this isn't, this is detailed as the fucking New Testament. Why is there so many fucking characters in this show about teenagers? Okay, uh, season We'll just, let's just jump into season two. Season one, there's really, an, I'll do, a, I'll do, okay, let's do season one. Season one introduces the main characters and revolves around the relationships of each other. Toby Harper's a crush on Emma, who has a crush on Sean. Ashley and Jimmy experience the pressures of first love. Terry deals with her first self-image issues. She's a fat girl. Really stupid. Jimmy does everything he can get to get an edge in basketball. Emma deals with her first period, and a night of fun erupts at Ashley's ri- Ruining Ashley's reputation. Oh, this is great. I forgot about this. Okay, so in the first season... Okay, I don't know about the other shit that I talked about. The Ashley's Reputation Ruined is one of my favorite episodes. I'm pretty sure I saw... I'm pretty sure that was the first episode I've ever seen in my life. It was the best thing in the world. So, these eight kids... Okay, I'll, I'll list them all. Um, Sean, Paige, Spinner, Ashley, JT, Toby, Liberty, Emma, Manny. Those kids... Those kids I just mentioned, I think, oh, and Terry. Yeah, Terry, Terry looks like a man in this picture. So Terry, they're the core cast. Forever on, I'll refer to them as the core cast. So they're the core cast. They have a party, okay? It's at Ashley's house. Ashley happens to be the older brother of JT. So Ashley's having this party. JT and Toby, they're best friends. They're having, they're just kicking in in the room, okay? So this party's going on downstairs, Jimmy and Ashley, they're dating. Okay, by the way, Jimmy is Drake, everybody. Drizzy motherfucking Drake. Young Money Records for Life Drake. Yes, that Drake. Jimmy is Drake, okay? They're dating. They're first love, very tumultuous. You know how it is at 16 in Canada. So they're enjoying themselves in this party. Like the six or eight kids that I mentioned and then the two other of the way. These two kids, these two fucking nerds, Toby and JT. Toby and JT are kicking it by themselves because they're fucking nerds. And somehow, they get the idea in their head that they want to try drugs. Now, a normal person who goes, I want to try drugs, they probably start with pot or maybe drinking. You know, I know it's not really a drug, but it's kind of the same. These people, these kids in Canada, jump right to ecstasy. Neither one of these kids have ever done anything in their life. Let's do ecstasy. Okay. What happens is they get this ecstasy pill. They get the one pill and they're going to split it between them. Sean, the bad boy. He's like the bad boy. I think his parents are dead. He's raised by his brother who's like a mechanic. And Sean is somehow always in denim. It's so funny. Sean is the only guy who wears a Canadian tuxedo. Non-ironically. Like, I feel like everybody's always worn a Canadian tuxedo. Completely ironically, like, this is a ridiculous suit, right? He, he stays wearing, you know, Levi 501s and a trucker jacket. It's ridiculous. 
So he runs in on these two kids. They're about to take ecstasy pills. This kid's from the other side of the track. He's not going to be sitting around playing these games and shit. So what he tells them is that, like, I'll, I'll divvy it up for you. Give me the pill. He takes the pill, and he gives them just aspirin. Breaks up aspirin. Take this aspirin. Which, if you bought, a, if you bought drugs and someone took it away from you and gave you a different drug back, wouldn't you immediately go, hey, where the fuck is my money? Wouldn't you immediately go, what are you doing with my drugs? Wouldn't you do anything? But these dumb kids are just happy to be on drugs. Then they go through the rest of the episode pretending like they're on drugs. And I get it. They're children. They're not the best actors. But it's like literally like, did no one tell them what ecstasy is like? They're just kind of like, whoa, look at the wall. It's like, bitch, ecstasy doesn't work like that. You'd be dancing and shit. Anyways, Sean takes this pill and he hides it. Uh Uh-oh, what happens? Ashley finds out. Ashley finds out, and she takes it. I guess she was having a problem with Drizzy Drake at the time, so she just wanted to do something to spice things up, and taking a whole dose of ecstasy is the thing that she wants to do to spice it up. So she takes it. Jimmy, uh, like, I mean, everybody in the party finds out. The two kids, JT and Toby, who bought the drugs, they find out, and they're like, aw, like, we didn't even do our drugs. Stupid, stupid children. Uh, yeah, everybody hates Ashley. Um, I don't know if they cover it up or the parents find out. I'm really confused. I can't really remember about that part. But ultimately, it genesis our, our young Ashley into gothdom. She just is a goth now. For the, this happened in the first season. For 13 more seasons after that, she's just goth. It, yeah, she's just goth because everybody... Everybody doesn't trust the girl who takes ecstasy pills, which is, dude, it's fucking Canada. You guys have fucking MMF fucking three ways like it's water. Like, what are you talking about? I mean, I guess I shouldn't equate those two things, but I'm going to equate those two things. I, I feel like the girl who's getting double teamed will also take a hit of ecstasy. Am I, am I wrong for making that assumption? Is it just me who thinks like that? Okay. In any event. Um, I mean, let's talk about some of these people. Um, we'll get into it, because we did start off with Emma, then I just talked about all these other people who... Essentially, you guys have no idea where they are. Ooh, who the fuck... Oh, that girl was so hot! That's the other thing about the show, is, like, these Canadian bitches are super hot. So, it's her name is Emma Nelson. That That is... Um, nickname Blaze? By Becca Dyson and Kelly... And then it had Nancy Drew by Sean. This is so stupid. Okay, so she was in class of 207, uh, 2007. Also, coincidentally, same year I graduated. What's good, Emma? You look good now. When you were 11, you look like dog shit. Um, she's the title character, main protagonist of the show. Um, during the second season, she w- was originally portrayed as an idealist and an environmentalist. Yeah, she didn't eat meat. And this is, a, this is another thing. This is so stupid. <laughs> Sean, remember the Sean guy I was telling you about earlier? About how he's a bad boy from the other side of the tracks? They go on a date together and they get and then they're like going to they're going to like a mall and they go to the food court to get food and they're getting burgers or something. And and she's like, I don't eat meat. And then Sean's like, I also don't eat meat. It's like you're telling me the kid from the wrong side of the tracks even has a say in what he eats? He's raised by a mechanic that's his brother. Are you fucking kidding me? Anyways, 
um, always voiced her opinions. She was, she was really the Me Too movement before that happened. Um, she's also known for being responsible, mature, yet uptight. Over the years, she developed much more of a three-dimensional character. She was blowing a guy. Like, I, I, I'm skipping a couple seasons down the road. It, it, she's an adult when I talk about this. Blows her, her ex-boyfriend's best friend just because another person died. It makes no sense. Sure, her character had PTSD and started sucking Jay's dick because she didn't know how to deal with PTSD. I mean, like, I guess it's like, I want to date that girl. It's like, oh, I'm panicked. I don't know what to do. Let me suck your dick. <laughs> didn't make any fucking sense. Even in the storyline of it, it makes no sense. It, there's no point to it. Um, oh, and then, oh, I won't even get into it. I'm really skipping ahead. Um... Oh, let's see. She's also close friends with JT before he died. Oh, I won't say anything about that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Anyways. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So here's, here's just the first five seasons of this girl's art. Um, it starts with her birth. This is stupid. Okay. And take it. Oh, my God. Spike needs a Dynafire. Emma was born June 1989. Oh, that's pretty cool. June 1989. I think I have an ex-girlfriend from, who was born June 1989. I think I do. Episode aired 28 March. And... Wow. Okay, the first paragraph of this is is making the timeline of her birth in 1988 and 1989 is so stupid. Okay. Uh, she's known as the school's cause girl, known for arranging uh, many protests and boycotts for various reasons. What are you protesting at your fucking homog... Your Canadian homogenized school? I wouldn't even see this as like, oh, there's black kids, there's white kids. They're all Canadian. They're all the same. <laughs> there's, there's literally nothing to protest in the school, but she constantly is protesting. She's evolved from a good, simple character to a complex uh, character over the years. For example, since the first season, she was fairly undramatic character, having only a few dramatic experiences until season four when she was held at gunpoint by class Mick Mur- Rick Murray and became anti- uh, became, uh, had become antisocial with PTSD and had oral, oral sex with Jay. I'm talking yeah! This is the first four seasons! She starts sucking Jay, Jay Hogarth's dick, contracting gonorrhea... <laughs> Of the mouth because someone pointed a gun at her one time. I'm not even saying that that can't happen. I'm just saying that's the most Canadian thing that has ever happened to a person. Okay? Uh, okay. Oh, okay. And then she was all, she, uh, after the gonorrhea episode uh, in season five, she was also diagnosed with uh, anorexia nervosa. Which, I mean, if you've seen the girl, okay. Yeah, I, I believe it. So... Emma broke uh, the Nelson's woman's multi-generational cycle of unplanned teenage motherhood and beautician careers. Emma graduates from high school, never being pregnant, despite a momentary scare in season six, and is bound for university despite Degrassi has an ensemble cast. Emma is usually considered the protagonist of the show for the first seven seasons. Okay. Um, I mean, ultimately, I'm not going to lie to you. Ultimately, 100% of the information I've, I've learned um, through the stories that they share 
are are not are not used. You you would never use that in real life. Um, wow, she was on. She was only on for seven seasons. The show goes on for eight more seasons past that. Let's see. Let's see if there's just something that stands out to me. Okay. Um, wow, this is so crazy. Man, this show fucking sucks. Oh my god. There's so many things I want to tell you about, but like I can't ruin it. There's so much more that has to be shared before we can get into it. So we'll just leave it there for now. Emma's retarded. The whole show's retarded. I have so much more to talk about next time, guys.